0: Do you have a business and you've seen success running advertising on Google, Bing, any type of search engine, but you're unsure how social media is influencing your target demographic or if there's an opportunity for your business? I break it down of why I really love Facebook, why it's my go-to source and how to use it with Google Ads, how to coincide the same type of advertising and reaching a certain type of demographic and taking it to a whole new level. Let's get into it. Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, uncovering the secrets of how to convert your dream clients into paying customers. If you're here to learn about maximizing conversions for your business without wasting money on vanity results, consider subscribing to this podcast. And now, here's your host, Ben Wilson. What's up, guys? Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. You know, I mentioned last week in uh, the last podcast how there was a course I was creating for Facebook advertising and for people who've never used it before. The course is going to be covering a lot of the exact walkthrough that you have to do in order to launch your first campaign, which is going to break down a lot of the stuff that is essential to seeing results and finding success in advertising on Facebook. But there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about today and in, in why I utilize Facebook as a go-to resource for my advertising and how I can also leverage it with my Google Ads. So I love Google Ads, I'm still uh, an avid user of it, a Google Partner if you know what that means. And uh, it's a great resource for people who've already discovered that they have a problem and they're trying to solve it. So they start using words um, in the search engines and what Google's doing is, or Bing or Yahoo, mostly Google because they've got the best algorithms, is trying to help you solve this problem. With the advertising realm of it, you have the capability as a business owner to try match up the type of words or phrases that a person is looking for and seeing if you can connect the type of uh, wordage or verbiage that a person who is looking for something and you offering this something, right? A widget, a service, or whatever it may be. If it's something unique, uh, it becomes really difficult, though. And there's some Google ninjas out there that are seriously so good at figuring out, uh, getting into the minds of what people are going to be searching. I I was describing it to someone today, and it's kind of like a child when they're trying to describe to a parent something. They don't know the words for it, and so they're trying to describe uh, what they're looking for. And as a parent, you understand the context. You also realize, um, based upon other things that they've said or other sentences or or words or pointing and anything that can help this communication roll through, you then go, oh, I, I know what you're talking about. It's this word. The Google ninjas out there, that exists and I'm not one of them sadly enough Uh, at least I wouldn't consider myself a a Google ninja but they're able to get into the minds of what some of these words are and you got to think of it like neurologically what are some of the phrases that people might be using in your business and better finding those phrases and keywords and thinking like the customer or the person who has the problem now that's Google and uh... If you find one of those uh, Google uh, ninjas, um, send them my way because there's a lot of work to be done. Also, there's uh, there's so much uh, leverage. The one problem that happens with Google, though, is that the person has already solved or looking for their problem solution. And so what you're offering to them at that time is the solution, right? Right. The thing that I really love about Facebook, though, is that sometimes people don't know they have a problem. <laughs> and you're able to target them based upon their interests, their behaviors, the demographics, um, how much money they come I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that get into the nitty gritty. But here's a good example. So when I was a marketing director for an event company, we would throw... A, events and parties right now people aren't always looking for parties and typing in like hey um, a party in my area on Google right it's more of one of those like low-key things uh, they're looking for uh, people on the inside to tell them about this so Google Ads aren't necessarily going to be helpful because no one's necessarily searching for it and if they are searching for it it might not be at the right time so it's a, it it's a Time is a, is a great factor for either figuring out if it's a Google ad or Facebook ad. Um, how timely is your matter? When it comes to events and you're promoting an event and you've, you've got something coming through, people aren't necessarily searching for it. So advertising outward based upon their age, interests, area in which you're throwing the event, and... Um, pushing out in so many different ways. Facebook's very visual, so you can can utilize their platform uh, with videos and lots and lots of pictures. And then you can get them to create a relationship with you, right, where you can keep advertising to them at a much lower cost if they like your page. Uh, You can also get them from your page into a website and, you know, create your whole drip campaign running through that way. When it comes to Google Ads, though, I would definitely not use it if it was uh, me saying the end of the event is going to happen at a certain time unless it was very well known that people were searching for it. So the solar eclipse is coming up uh, soon. I would imagine a lot of people are searching for it. That's an event that's going to happen and based upon time it and a wide variety of people are looking for it, Google Ads is a great place to advertise for that. Um, the other thing, when it comes to uh, kind of the differences of figuring out, do you use Facebook or do you use uh, Google? In in the essence of time, is things that are like more traumatic. So um, a good example is if you get hit in the face with a baseball bat, or uh, something knocks out your teeth. You're lifting weights and the barbell comes down, knocks your tooth out. A dentist is going to have a terrible time advertising on Facebook. For a person who's had a traumatic experience of their tooth getting knocked out, Facebook, or yeah, Google Ads is gonna be a much better thing because people are searching for that. Uh, And you can pretty much just set your budget to say, anytime someone searches this phrase of, I knocked my tooth out, what do I do? Now you've got an ad that pops up. Uh, Whereas in Facebook, maybe not the best. But here is why I go to Facebook as my as my go-to resource because one, it's really helpful to understand who my target audience is. And it's also really helpful to know what am I selling? What kind of business uh, or service am I trying to produce? And is there a target demographic that doesn't know that they have a problem that I can give them a solution for? It's more of a neurological marketing. You're basing upon mental triggers of things that are likely to happen. It's got a little bit of Um, I'd say understanding who your target audience is and what's the likelihood of them being interested in something at that particular time. To give a a good example of this is if I were advertising um, a certain type of offer and the offer met a demographic, let's use uh, solar. Solar is pretty big right now. It's about to end next year. If I was to advertise solar, I would target people who had a higher income as opposed to people just typing in the word solar. Like I said, solar eclipse is probably searched a ton for right now. So if you were advertising solar on Google, it's going to be a terrible time if you have the word solar as a keyword and you're trying to rank for it or you're trying to get people to click on uh, you selling solar panels uh, on people's houses for their energy. So Facebook is where you want to then target people. If you targeted uh, a certain uh, amounts that people make in a neighborhood that is likely to have the best kind of sun and you created a, an ad that targeted people saying, hey, in your neighborhood, there's the best sunlight for solar panels and by that, you can um, save on your energy costs by X amount of dollars Right now, it's such a specifically targeted thing that people weren't necessarily looking for, but you're offering a solution to a problem that they might not have realized that they had. And I hope that makes sense though. So when your business, you need to start looking at, are things timely or what's the likelihood of someone searching for this? Do they already know that they have a problem and that they're searching for this problem? And if they are, then Google Ads is the best thing for you. When it comes to Facebook, you wanna utilize it in a way that you can provide an offer or an opportunity to a person who might not realize that this offer or opportunity is available to them. Let's take the events, for example. They're not necessarily searching for it, but if you present them with this new opportunity to go to this uh, party or event, that's a great way to to leverage Facebook. Now, I also talked uh, in the beginning saying how to use Facebook side-by-side with Google. So the best thing about Google is people are finding their, they're trying to find answers to their problems, but they're not always ready to buy. If you don't have the right type of drip campaign or landing page or opportunity for people to put in their information and then you can create the relationship through email, Facebook's going to be a way to leverage that. So if you put a tracking pixel from Facebook into your website. People that have the problem are searching for something. You pop up with your Google ad. Once they come to your website and they don't put in their information, your tracking pixel then starts a, a campaign in which you can then take the relationship off of uh, a search engine into their social media and pop up in their news feeds. At which time, you can then continue that relationship and Either get them to like your page, come back to the site, maybe there's a different offer. This is what would be called more of like a downsell because you try to sell them on something and it didn't quite work. They didn't put in their information. So now is an opportunity with Facebook leveraging Google as this downsell opportunity of, hey, you know what, you came, you saw our site. Um, if you didn't find what you are looking for or it wasn't the right price or it wasn't the right service, have you checked this out? Or did you realize that we also offer these services or these other products? Or, hey, you know what? For today only, now that you've come to our site, we're offering half off, right? Now you've got this opportunity to bring them back to your site and to leverage what you've already paid for on Google as well as retargeting, targeting uh, or, sorry, remarketing to the people from your Facebook tracking pixel. So... That in alone is a way to leverage both types of platforms and the two different types of demographics. Uh, this podcast is a little different. It's been something on my mind, and I know I've typically shared a lot of stories. Um, in fact, that's been like the basis of all of my podcasts. But for this one, I I've been really thinking about it. There's such an opportunity to learn how to leverage that. Demographic and that target audience and that opportunity, and if you've found success with Google Ads, continue doing it. I've got nothing against it. Then there's a way to connect up the two. One is for people who are interested in solving their problem. If you can solve their problem and they buy right then and there, Google Ads is amazing for that because they they know that they have a problem and they're looking for a solution. When it comes to Facebook, and maybe the person just wanted to know the answer. The next time that they go and type in the into Google, you probably might not pop up. The likelihood of it happening, um, let's say if it's later in the afternoon and your ad budget is spent, because um, you know we're all we're all business owners, we don't have deep pockets for ins- insane amounts of clicks happening. What's the likelihood of your ad now popping up the second time when they've had a little bit to think about? Uh, what your offer was and so now they go to your competitor who's offering the same kind of thing because now their ads are popping up because they paid less than you. So you can get totally screwed if you don't either catch the the lead the very first time and if you can't do it or you didn't do it and maybe your conversion funnel isn't uh, quite set up, you can at least integrate Facebook ads to uh, have as another step in your conversion funnel to continue that relationship. It's just like uh, meeting someone for the first time and you uh, you have a quick exchange. And then the next time you see them, you, you can actually take off where you left off, right? You can uh, continue that conversation that you were having with a person. So if I was having a, a new conversation with someone and they ask a question and uh, I gave them an answer, but they weren't ready to buy. Then I saw them like two days later and they've had some time to think about it. And it's like, hey, what what were your thoughts about that last time? You know, if if you'd like, we actually have an offer um, about the exact thing that I was telling you about because we've also been thinking about it too, right? (laughs) If I was in person, that's how I'd sell someone. How to sell someone online is exactly that. It's the one-two combo with leveraging your Google Ads that you are very comfortable with, you've seen success in. It's now time to, to get even more money out of what you've been spending by continuing the relationship. And if someone wasn't necessarily ready to buy or put in their information, um, it's essentially like adding another step to your conversion funnel where they can continue what they were learning, or seeing uh, why your business is a good fit for their problem. And if they still don't put in their information, maybe they like your page, you can create a retargeting campaign towards them which becomes like pennies on the dollar because Facebook wants you to to, uh, essentially reestablish or continue that relationship with the people who have already said that they, uh, they want your information. So the cost per click at that rate, once you've created a couple of those steps, is insanely low as opposed to initially advertising uh, on on either platform for the very first time. So guys, that's my thoughts for the day. If you've got any questions or or any thoughts, you're always welcome. Go shoot me a question. You can see it on conversionmarketingradio.com or you can go to the Facebook page, Conversion Marketing Radio. Shoot me a message there. um, I want to hear from you guys and I want to answer some more questions. If you're considering using Facebook or uh, how to best leverage um, either platform in your business or anything else to do with uh, where you're at in your business, especially when it comes down to creating conversions, right? That's the whole the point of marketing. Shoot me a message. I want to hear from you guys. Hopefully you got something out of this today. I'm super excited to uh, continue creating this Facebook ads course. There's quite a few questions that are coming in. um, And I want to make sure it's very well-rounded and covering exactly what you guys need for your business. And, And there's a lot of different industries. And because of it, there has to be a lot of additional content. So let me know. Thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. And hopefully... We'll catch you again. If you liked today's episode as well and this was your first time, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and we'll catch you on the flip side.